Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again at long last to the pregame effect podcast. My name is Ian. I'm joined by both Dom and Luke today. How are you doing, fellas? What up? What up? Hello. Hello. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Um, have a lot of, a lot of stuff changing in life right now. For the first time in eight years, starting on Monday, I'm going to actually have a Monday, Friday, like normal schedule job. And it's a weird feeling. I bet, man. That's, you know, I'm excited for you. I hope you transition to it easily enough. <laughs> I'll be honest, the hardest part, hardest part is going to be the sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to getting home at like 10, 11 o'clock at night and being up till three or four in the morning because it's just how my body works. Like, can't get home from work and then just bam, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm gonna have to force myself to like go to bed by like eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock. It's I'm not gonna be used to it for probably a good two weeks. I'll be a little grumpy, but mm-hmm. we'll make it. Work. I'll tell you what is going to be nice. You'll learn pretty quick. Is when somebody asks you, "Hey, three weeks Thursday at seven, do you want to hang out?" You can just go, "Yes." Yeah, you don't have to be like, oh god, I don't know. Let me check my schedule. I don't know if I'm working that day. Or... Yeah, or like, oh yeah, I know how I said that we were going to record this podcast two weeks ago, but then the other guy quits, and then I had to take all of his shifts. <laughs> Spoiler: <laughs> That's why we haven't recorded in a month. But, I mean, you know, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> life's been kind of coming crazy. I feel like for kind of all of us right now, so. I I feel slightly terrible because I was like, you know, like people, everyone was talking about New Year's resolutions and whatnot some time ago. And I was like, yeah, I just kind of want to be more consistent with this thing. And I I had this plan and everything, and that's pretty much gone to shit this entire (laughs) entire year so far. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of all our faults, though. Well, I mean, it's... The scheduling thing. I mean, at this point, then now I will be the one with the weirdest schedule, but my evenings are like ninety nine percent free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing so, that was killing it was the fact that I was exclusively working nights. Yeah, yeah. So I think what once we figure that out, you figure, you know, you get into it and whatnot, we should be able to start pushing this stuff out just in time for summer to hit and uh, for less magic to be played. Right. Exactly. So I'll, uh, I mean, I'll, I will fully admit um, I was talking to you guys and our, our other group that um, our one friend had asked us about like the, any, if anyone's built any Dan Dan lists or something, just because I'm in Facebook groups, I understand that the cards kind of go nuts right now. But I'm like, I don't think I've done anything really meaningful with my cards. And at least, um, like, legacy and stuff, it's been some time. I picked up a popper deck. I think I played maybe two games mm-hmm. against my cousin. Uh, <laughs> like, that was kind of it, you know. Then I think our food showed up. So yep. we started eating. So I've been trying to pay attention to everything. Uh, I know March the Machine stuff is out. It's uh, 
I feel like it's a hell of a time. It's like a hell of a week and a half, you know, maybe, you know, a couple of weeks to step away and come back and literally everything's on fire. Oh, dude, I, I like had a Friday night off for the first time in forever. We got overstaffed. So they gave me the night off and I went up to our LGS intending to play modern for the first time since Indianapolis. I get there. Oh, pre-release. I guess sign me up for sealed. I opened my packs and I realized I don't know what any of these cards are. Mm-hmm. Like I have not looked at spoilers or anything. I forgot there was a set coming out. Yeah. Like, was... Why are they sideways? <laughs> How did you do? Um, so I won round one, lost round two, and then just dropped because playing for an extra pack wasn't really worth the next two and a half hours of my life. That's fair. That's um, fair. Yeah. But yeah, I, I did I did open for my promo card. I got a Invasion of Ikoria, which the pre-release promos as of today all got bought out on TCG Player. Um, the last one sold for $20, and the current lowest listing is $70. Hmm. Let's sit here a minute and see what happens with that. Yeah, absolutely. Because this, this card felt really powerful. Um. Basically, it's a Green Sun Zenith that turns into an 8-8. Yeah. Which, I mean, turns out that's pretty good. It seems pretty Uh, good, yeah. Especially since one of the big decks in Pioneer is still mono green. Yeah, right. So this is a Green Sun Zenith that sits on the battlefield, gives you devotion, and then flips into a threat. Oh, not just a threat. For each non-human creature you control, you may have that creature assign its combat damage. As though it weren't blocked. Jesus. Yeah. Super trample. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to this and see where that goes in Pioneer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a card that you could eat, honestly, like, play on, t- on two. Not even caring about the Green Sun Zenith part. I mean, you played on two, get a dry driver. Like, you can play it modern. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, use it as a ramp spell, and then, oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that card. I mean, do I have to pick some of these up, then? Because I play Green Sun Zenith effects? Or do I just play Green Sun Zenith? I just play Green Sun Zenith. This is really better. <laughs> but because if I want to play Green Sun Zenith in modern, then I pick this up. Probably. Which is probably just not what I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, you I should do this good. a lot. I talk myself into something and I talk myself good. out. Good talk. That's how it works. Uh, yeah, I mean, paying attention to this set or like trying to pay attention to it, spoilers and whatnot. First off, again, I I feel like we are in the perpetual. Uh, spoiler season and like the all of the praetors i didn't realize those were cards like it's just mm-hmm. foreign clicks or brass like just those not their titled ones mm-hmm. i didn't realize those were a thing until i started to see people posting the numbered ones yeah. i was like oh that's interesting i guess they just did that you know um monastery mentor getting a reprint kind of cool I think that'll be interesting. Uh, 
I remember when that card was expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think... Because I think there's a third printing of it now. Something like that, yeah. This is showing that it's $3.50. Yep. Which is insane to me. But now it's in Pioneer. So I think that could be kind of cool. It already was actually in Pioneer. um, Because it was originally in... Uh, yeah, it would have been in Pioneer because it yes. was in Tarkir. One of the Tarkir set. sets. Um, Paper Forged. That's it. Well, now it's in Standard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not Pioneer. Not Pioneer. Um, Historic. That's, yeah, that's what I saw someone say that, and I was like, oh yeah. So you know, if, if you're paying attention to Historic, there you go. Uh, the Ren and the Realm Breaker. I want to pick up probably a play set of those because i own lands and legacy mm-hmm. uh to what degree would we play those i don't know but but it's a three mana planeswalker so there's always a chance to abuse it mm-hmm. absolutely and especially the fact that it makes it so your mazes and your tabernacle tap for mana mm-hmm. are good so i think i'm looking at those and then some commons and stuff i'll try and pick up i'm just gonna kind of wait and see what people tell me to buy honestly (laughs) i'm just looking at this list um the list of new cards not a, a, a deck list for the first time earlier and i'm just i feel like that dude in airplane just I picked the wrong day, wrong week to quit drinking. Yeah, <laughs> like, I picked the wrong week or month to like stop looking at spoilers and new stuff yeah. that comes out. It's yeah, wild because like this is stuff. literally everything we've been doing for the past couple of years, and they're like, "Hey, we're at all of those places again." Mm-hmm. So there's a, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And a lot of this looks like relevant too, like. Yeah, constructed playable, well, and I think the um, like what's kind of messing with me too is I'm pretty sure like they did um, reprints or small reprints and stuff on some of these like good cards too. I'm I'm on uh, MCG Goldfish. Oh yeah, so I just had to scroll more. Just like the diff, like the specialty arts or whatever, what the hell we're calling them, showcase foils and stuff. Um, like they're doing different ones and some of these reprints and stuff that are happening, different extended arts and stuff. It looks, it looks sweet. I mean, I, I think it looks super cool. I'm down with it. Um, I'm not paying attention to Jumpstart, and then there's Commander. And I've seen a couple little things from it. Big Bird Maz kind of looks cool. Bright Palm looks sweet. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's something I'll have to pay attention to. But I don't know. I'll be looking at commons. There's a couple commons I'm I'm intrigued about. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the main ones is... It was right here. Let me do this live because that's how we do it. Man, I say, uh, Seed of Hope. So one green instant. 
Mill two cards. You may put a permanent card from among them, the milled cards into your hand. You gain two life. Uh, I like graveyard shit. It does stuff with the graveyard. I'm kind of cool mm-hmm. with that. The fact that it's a permanent, uh, I'm immediately kind of thinking of um, my Tortured Existence list, which mm-hmm. apparently just did well in a uh, tournament kind of around us or something like that, and mm-hmm. I am hella excited for that. Yeah. Uh, so I'll pick four up, and we'll try things out. We'll go from there. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah, I'm out a dollar because some uh, I overpaid for commons. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I wish I wish that card was just better regrowth, but that probably would be too much to ask for. Yeah. It's like we have to uh, uh with certain things, it's like you hope for things or hope for downshifts and stuff, but sometimes it gets it's a little too much. Like you ask for it and you're like, Yeah, that probably that's just way too much. So we we mm-hmm. can't do this. Like yeah. <laughs> like we were we were talking before we hit record about the uh the raptor, the rampaging raptor and how it's you know just a worse version of questing beast because they can't give us questing beast again. Yeah, they, they don't have out, enough ink anymore to put questing beast out again. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out that like a slightly worse version of a broken card that was a mistake still good like mm-hmm. still still playable and you can have two of them True. yeah turns I guess out i guess there's one thing that it's better than questing beast is that you can have two of them mm-hmm. yep and it's that. a mana sink yeah it's a mana sink so like and that's one thing that Red's always needed is just ways to take advantage of the fact that it's turn 12 and I've hit eight land drops in my mono red deck. Yep. Like anytime you can turn mana into damage, it's always going to be good. Mm-hmm. And, and before people correct me, yes, I'm aware you can have more than two, but I feel like if you ever have two of these, the game's over. Mm-hmm. One way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, either they're dead, or if you can't kill them with two of these, you're screwed. Yep. Yeah, something's gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's not a lot that three of these things can do that two can't. Absolutely. But, yeah, so I know I'll be pretty much just waiting for other people to do some of the legwork and then go to one of the LGSs and try and pick some shit up here soon. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. try and get the uh, rens for cheap, because Lord knows those will go up at some point or something. So yeah, yeah, they'll be all the all the dollars soon. Don't worry. They're they're already starting to go up a little bit on Magic Online. Uh-huh. I see yeah. the borderless ones or full arts or extended arts. Uh, the borderless ones are twenty four dollars from paper right now. Mm-hmm. Those will probably be the ones I kind of go after, which I feel is decently fair. Yeah, got to keep with the theme of the rest of the cards. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's a bitch going back to like, well, I got to buy this stuff to try and maybe keep up with Legacy or something like that. When two of those have been, you know, decks that I've been building, hmm. 
So just got to put my mindset back in that, that, uh, that gear will be okay. (laughs) Well, so speaking of of a theme, is it just me or is it like basically at least half of these rares flip? Uh, most of them definitely do. Yeah. It seems like every other card has that little icon in the corner. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh it's it's interesting to me, man. Like they like they just I guess we're going towards more of that. And I, I remember I feel like we had this talk I feel like one of our first episodes where we were talking about that the cards were starting to almost take shape because of arena. We were hmm. kind of looking at this and it was almost like the you play this card and it does one thing like that is happening less and less. Now it's you play this card and you choose one of these things or all, or it does three things, you know, and there's more modal spells and and cards and things that'll happen. Um, So it just gives you more options to kind of cover more ground. Mm -hmm. And I think the flip cards are just a different version of that modal stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have these huge praetors that like, yeah, they're, they're doing the thing when you play them. And you know, that's, that's just what they are. But then you could also flip it and it's just turns into another threat. If I need it that way, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I think it's, it's interesting that that's how, these sets have kind of seen that they're being going, you know, mm-hmm. like I know we just talked about a mana sink and like, that's, that's kind of what it is, but yeah, it's like these, the, the double-sided things. I said, I mean, hell, you know, dragon shield, KMC, all these sleeve makers making, they gotta be, hopefully they put more information and uh, research into the, the sleeves that don't show anything on the back. Right, because it's kind of crazy now. Honestly, like I, I legitimately feel like you could almost run a deck entirely out of like checklist cards, mm-hmm. which is insane to me. Yeah, you know, and it's also here's there's going to be a little little vent session I have. Everyone, every set has full arts now. Why? Like it was a cool thing, and now it's like, well, everyone has it, so it's not different. Whatever. That's that's me. Okay, I'm. I'm yeah, it did used to be like a cool special thing. <laughs> yeah, because like it was a big deal when Battle for Zendikar brought back full art basics. Yeah, that's why we were crazy because like <clears throat> Zendikar is like where these lands are. Like that. Yeah. That's that's its thing, right? Like Zendikar. You think of Zendikar, you think, oh, sweet, sweet looking lands. Okay, that's it. And then you're like, oh yeah, there's all the other shit that's there. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's. Everyone is full arts. So I'm like, what? What is going on here? You know. <laughs> and like, if people like him, that's fine. But again, we gotta get. We have to get clicks somehow. So I gotta piss somebody off. I'm kidding. And if it's not me, that's even better. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the flipping stuff. Now I'm. I'm trying to think. Now I gotta pay attention to what side things are at and I, I guess i'm assuming if 
I'm assuming if you're playing and you forgot to flip the card back, it's fine. Like you could just stop and flip it. Yeah. I I think I've oh my god, I'm trying to think if I've played it with any flip cards. I've I've only maybe a few times. So it's interesting. Just like well, it's just like another thing to try and keep track of. Yeah, and when it was like games in 50 minutes. When it was just like werewolves that were like the only things that would flip. It was you can keep track of it. You can keep track of it pretty easily. But now there's so many different cards that flip and then there's they they all have their own condition as to why and when they flip. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's just based on number of turns. Sometimes it's based on that new day or night cycle that they added, or you know, their own special. You know, you flooped the pig three times, and now it yeah, now it flips. It's it's interesting, but I mean, hey, if it's cool, I guess as long as the cards are like. Cool, fun, and not insanely broken. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, as long as they can keep it balanced, as long as I can keep playing my old cards with my new cards, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want it to turn into, and full disclosure, I have played the game exactly zero times, but I have heard the horror stories of Power Creep. As long as it's not like Yu-Gi-Oh, where it's like you always have to buy the newest cards, and that's the only thing that works because yeah. every set's more powerful than the previous. Again, this is from what I've heard from people. So if I'm wrong, I don't Yu-Gi-Oh know. Yu-Gi-Oh was it. nuts. Like as someone who played it when it when it came out for like a couple years. Oh my god! Like you would you would build this deck and it would literally be that one set would come out and your shit just didn't matter anymore. You know, it, it was it was insane. Like, I, and I I kind of understand we we also kind of have that, but your stuff's still like playable. Yeah, like it might not be tier one, out. but it's not like yeah. useless. Oh yeah, yeah. It was <clears throat> it was nothing. It was crazy, man. So that's at least my thought on that one. Yeah, it's not like your delvers got useless because they just printed a one blue three mana or three two flyer. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's the UEO treatment. Yeah. So yeah, you know how you went through all these loops in order to like find a certain card in your deck that would give you a little bit of value. Uh, well, now we're just going to print an entire set of cards that only work together, but find each other. Right. So I've been—I've actually been watching a buddy of mine in one of the Discord servers that I hang out in. Um. He'll pick up Yu-Gi-Oh every once in a while just for like a little bit of nostalgia and just change of pace. And some of the decks that he's been playing on there, it's like, I remember when Summoned Skull was a good card in like that first year of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, yeah. Listen, I got my GBA copy of Eternal Duelist Soul. Every once in a while, I'll start a new game in there, mm-hmm. you know, put in some codes and get some like guys are 1700 attack and i'm i'm good to go i am yeah. set until i get to like that third group of duelists you know then i gotta start changing my shit around but like holy fuck it, it's insane like every once in a while in like a reel or something i think there's this um 
there's a couple people I'll get like a, a clip that they do about Yu-Gi-Oh. And there was one where it was like uh an old school Yu-Gi-Oh player likes the sound to play in today's game. Yeah. And they started going off and they literally the comments were like, it sounds like gibberish, but this is real terms like real that people play. have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like this is insane. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna play this monster. Go. Yeah. I'm gonna play 15 cards. What? <laughs> yeah, it's it's nuts though. I also love seeing the video of the guy talking like talking all this shit. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna beat their ass. And the person like draws their hand and it just reveals Exodia and wins. Yeah. <laughs> well that's fun. I'm glad there's no mechanic like that in magic. But yeah. Like, it, it could be interesting. I mean, I guess we kind of have some things, but like they're they're a little harder. I yeah, I guess it's it's nothing to that extent. Yeah, just the drawing closest, it and then revealing it. The closest thing to reveal my hand win the game is if your opponent goes turn one planes mother of runes and you're playing Belcher. Mm-hmm. Just put your hand on the table. It's like you dead? Yeah. Yeah. Just like land grant here. And they go, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I've conceded to land grant more often than I've conceded to Jar Belcher. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, yeah, because you can you know how the you know how it works. You need yeah. uh, this plus this plus this. That's what 20, 26 goblins. Yeah, that's probably going to do it. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm hyped for this weekend though. Because yeah, you're actually getting to use your cards. Oh, even better! I'm using somebody else's cards. I, I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I am going to Legacy for Real Estate 18. I I think it's 18. Um, out at Titan Game Store in PA this weekend, and um, friend of the show Dan Becker is not able to attend. He has to dog sit for his parents. So I asked him if I could borrow Painter. He handed me very shiny, very beautiful painter, and I'm playing that this weekend. So I can I mean, beat people that won't like make 26 goblins on turn one, turn two. That sounds awesome. I'm so hyped. I'm pretty excited for you to go. I wanna I wanna hear what the what it's like, like what kind of decks you're seeing out there. Because <clears throat> looking at this, I I haven't looked at legacy lists in a while. Delver, Eight Cast, Reanimator, Teamer Delver, Painter, Breakfast, TNT, Sneak and Show. Like, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm a little upset with this because I have only one of those decks. I guess I have two, Death and Taxes as well. <laughs> but like, when's the last time that you saw Tarmogoyf actually show up in Legacy and be relevant? Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Weird. Man. <laughs> I love it, but it's weird. So, are they just playing that to try and get be bigger than the other ones? So, like, because a lot of Delver decks are not playing like more than like one or two on Holy Heats. It's still mostly just focusing on Lightning Bolts mm-hmm. um, because you don't have that EI engine to like just find you the relevant cards when you have them. So you need all your cards to do more than one thing usually. Um, so Tarmogoyf is kind of the the way to beat the mirror for mm-hmm. Delver, which is kind of the role it always played, like way back in the day, like 2014. Um, because you make a four or five Tarmogoyf, oh, well, nice lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. Hope you have two. Yeah. 
Um, but then because like you're playing Mishra's Baubles, you're playing all of these Delirium cards anyway, like the deck is just very good at filling the graveyard again. Mm-hmm. So having Karmaglyphs and Merktide Regents in the same deck doesn't really hurt you. Mm-hmm. Like, hell, I was able to play Deathrite Shaman, Tarmogoyf, and Treasure Cruise in the same deck at a Grand Prix before. And I never had issues with yeah. like, having a graveyard. I um, would be 100% honest with you. I was listening to you and I was clicking through Landsless because mm-hmm. now I see Summer Splashing Blue, so it's Wetlands. I get it. Um, and I, I just kind of heard screeching through part of what you just said and i do apologize um but because i clicked on a lands list and um it says 86 total cards i just Um, clicked on the exact same list yeah so it's uh has the attractions in under the artifacts section um well now i gotta find this list yeah so uh that's that's what I was looking at. Then now I'm like I would have to try and figure that shit out. But this is not stickers; it's the attractions. Oh, the attractions are from something, right? Oh Christ! How would I look at this? Yeah, because the infinities are different. How do you get them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> let's go. What the All hell? right, so let's see. Let's go through. Um, there's got to be. Or did they just... Okay, I think this guy just... It was just a meme. It was just a meme? Okay. Oh, he got my hopes up. Screw you, Jordy Mew. Yeah, I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Yeah, there, there is literally zero way to get an attraction. He just did the, I'm going to register an attraction deck so I can shuffle it up and confuse my opponents. Fair. <clears throat> okay, cool. Who on well, that... you? That helps me out then. Ah, back to our regularly scheduled program here. And he did the uh, same exact thing in a different, a different event too. It's like, come on. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, I care less now. Back to legacy. Uh, yeah. So a, it's interesting to see Teamer Delver show up again. Um, I'm really glad that Oko isn't attached to it. Oh, very much so. Because the last the last two times that Teamer Delver was relevant were Oko and Ren and Six. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous shit. Yep. So, I'm hoping they, that a lot of people are playing Doomsday. Because, uh, I mean, are you driving down with at least one? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am driving down with one person playing Doomsday and one person actually playing Death and Taxes. Interesting. Um, mostly just because we don't have two copies of Doomsday in the group. That's fair. (laughs) This is one that you have to have the cards. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Um, But yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to this event because I haven't been able to go to a Legacy for Real Estate since I think it was like September, honestly. It was like it was right before I started like actually working full time at the bar, mm-hmm. um, when they were still working me into the schedule. So like I had random Saturdays off because it just wasn't. Was that? 
I think I went to one, right? Because it was the team event we did, and then the next day was the legacy event. I believe so, yes. Yeah, okay. Because um, I think, was that the one where um, Samantha beat me in top eight? Maybe. Because that was the last remember. one I went to. I can't remember, because I know Joe was there, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I know it's been some time, though. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's been a while. Yeah, so I just want to use my cards again. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this kind of opens up a little more here soon and I can start doing some stuff again. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I know that there is in May, um, it's on the weekend of the 20th, um, at the same shop that I'm going to this weekend, they're doing Titan Con. Um, just like a big celebration, all sorts of events and everything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the main events for it, in my in my mind at least, because you know I've got all the commander and all that crap going on. Um, there's a 9 a.m. Saturday Legacy event, which I believe is a 5K, followed by a Pioneer Modern Legacy team event on Sunday. Pioneer. Modern legacy. Okay. So I already have a team put together for it. Oh, of course you do. Isn't isn't that weird, Luke, how that, that happens a lot of the times? Yeah, yeah he we, only brings we finally hear about something. And Ian's like, Yeah, I already have a team. Whoa, well, most of the time when I find out about weird. these team events, it's I find out because somebody asks me to be on their team. Ah, man. <laughs> so. that's, just, no, that's cool. You know, we just we just see who your real friends are, you know. Just see who your real friends are. That's yeah, fine. I don't record a podcast with them. Well, no, that's good. But to be fair, we haven't really been doing that either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you barely okay, record fair. one Touché. with us. Touché. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey. This is, uh, well, it makes you feel better. I'm stuck on Pioneer for that one, so I don't get to play <laughs> good formats. Well, you know, you could play a better format maybe if you teamed up with some other people. It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I play Pioneer. I have red cards. What's in Pioneer? I'm gonna do this live while you can talk about what Pioneer, you think you're gonna Pioneer's see. one of the like four formats I have burn built in. Mm-hmm. So And let's be honest, you have vintage burn put together too. It's just legacy burn. Yeah, that's true. Um but yeah, so the last time that I went out to a legacy event in uh in PA for this at this shop specifically, um, there was a decent amount of elves mm. and a cast. Honestly, like those are two of the bigger decks. Yeah, um, and I'm hoping to see the same thing because those decks are the reason why I wanted to borrow Painter. That's fair. Um, because turns out when a cast has like six artifacts that are relevant, and then a bunch of random zero drops that don't do much. Goblin Wilder is a very good card. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to turn that Kappa Cannoneer into a Mox Opal. Go. Oh, you can't attack me. Sweet. Yeah. I'm going to weld something else out. Weird. <laughs> um, and then, like, into all the fair decks, like, Urza Saga is just a really good card. Especially when you have other artifacts in the deck. Because like there's plenty of times where just having 
saga token, saga token, and whatever one drop you find is a decent clock against a lot of control decks. But when your tokens are six sixes and eight eights, and it's a lot easier to kill people. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping to channel my inner combo player and just get um, it done. Just get it done, or oh, yeah. channel my inner limited player and attack with a bunch of two twos. But either way, it works. I feel like the first one's a better plan. You'd be surprised how many games you actually just win by attacking with two twos. Oh no, I wouldn't. I've seen it. I've done it, <clears> but. I, it's definitely like a that, quicker plan. That's not what the deck is uh, is named after. Let's put it that way. Okay, fine. I'll attack with one threes. Happy? Well, it's taking twice as long. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, see. we'll see how that happens. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. No, it's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to hear about someone playing. And I know our... Uh, our buddies out in uh, Indy have been playing pretty continuously, it sounds like. So it's nice to hear, like, some little reports and stuff from them and uh, <clears throat> kind of hear, you know, of people actually playing, yeah. using their cards and stuff, which is, has been nice. Especially so, since, like, they've been, like, whenever they give us results from whatever they played that day, it's like, oh, you guys had four rounds every single Tuesday night for the last several months mm-hmm. like that's something that like we don't really get too much around here anymore uh, just because like a lot of the consistent like we're going to play every single week people around here ended up stopped playing in paper and just really started on magic online or moved away or, or have like started having kids and stuff like that so it's just like mm-hmm. our local groups kind of faded away in the lgs's uh i think it's i think it's that i agree uh i think it's that i think it's at least for me um the uh i just kind of didn't i didn't really care about the formats at that point Mm -hmm. um i mean modern i have modern decks I played uh, the last time I played modern was a random Monday. Uh, Ian and I were able to make it up there, and then there was what maybe 14 people, something like that, you know. And like that was actually fun because people weren't really on top tier decks for the most part. Like there was an amulet player, but he was still learning yeah. how to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it was, it was interesting, like it w- wasn't. Not that it was it was ever really stressful or anything, but like it was just kind of more relaxed. Uh, I know we've definitely had like a group of like, <clears throat> I mean they're not listening to us, so I don't really give a shit. Um, like tryhards, like way too much. Like, all right, guys, yeah. like that's it's fine to like try and like buckle down and do this, but like I know there was a group that was like that at our one place. It was just playing against all them. It was just real annoying. Yeah, the kind of guys that are very easy to see because, like, weirdly, it's like they called each other. They're all wearing the same colored shirt and everything that day. Yeah. They're doing that at a at just a random Tuesday night at an LGS. That seems a little yeah, yeah. Because so... like, well, I also thing... think a big a big thing that happened to like the paper tournaments in our area, like the again, like a random Monday or Tuesday night, like. Our friend group was an appreciable percentage of the people who would show up. Yeah. And we stopped showing up. Yeah. So 
like I'm not saying that we are personally like responsible for everything that happens with that, but like we're, we're also not far off. Yeah, like we 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 were like you know I'm not saying we were half or even more than like more than half, but like we I were mean, an appreciable percentage. Yeah, we would regularly like, show up with like eight. Yeah, we'd be six to yeah. ten, like two to three times a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I think it, it was a combination of that. You know, obviously life gets in the way here in time to time. Um, well, I think what happened with it, like COVID happened, and then we realized that like, wait, we're having just as much, if not more, fun playing in a friend's basement than we are, yeah, <laughs> going to the shop. Yeah, and like, like that started to happen more too, which has been, which has been fun. So I've been I've yeah. been done with that. Like we've been doing that on Friday nights, and if it comes down to going to his basement and hanging out with you guys, we're going to FNM. Eleven times out of ten, I'll choose going hanging out at his basement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it also it also helped out too that like since like the start of the pandemic, like a lot of us have kind of come into our own with like where our living situation is too, because mm-hmm. like. I know, like, at the start of the pandemic, like, Dom and I both live with our parents still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. we didn't really have the option of just like, hey, yeah, everybody just come over. But yeah. now it's like, okay, we can actually just, like, go to people's houses. Yeah, we can go to people's houses, we can do things, you know. There's well, this, also, I, you know, if I go to hang out, if we go to hang out in Mike's basement, uh, his wife will watch my kid. Rather than <laughs> me having to try to hang on to him during playing Magic. Which probably wouldn't work great at the store. Yeah, and and to be clear, it's not Luke shows up and pawns the kid off on Mike's wife. It's not Luke shows up and she comes over and grabs the kid and takes him away. Yes. <laughs> the first time it was it was very funny. I remember the first time she's like, "Hey, I can take him upstairs if you want," but it was very obviously the question she was really asking was, "Can I take him upstairs?" to hang out with us it's like i i guess okay fine yeah and then there's been times that luke has shown up and come downstairs and the kid's already gone so, yeah. yeah oh yeah Pretty never much. Downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I, I, definitely things have changed I, I i know like we talk about it as well it's the game has changed different things you know different formats what we're looking into and whatnot um i mean i'd i'd love to I'd love to play more. Yeah. You know, it just turned out that Mondays I'm playing D and D lately. It's been game nights, but I've been playing D and D and then that was modern Mondays, Tuesdays, every other week I'm, I'm in a D and D game. So like, I've just been doing that more. And then, yeah, like we said, Fridays, it's, it's the weekend and we're trying to do into other stuff. And this year's, I've just been super busy on the weekends too. <clears throat> so I like this weekend in particular. I thought about going to that legacy for real estate thing, and I was supposed we're supposed to have off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we'll prep again on Sunday. And then it turned into tomorrow. I'm going in uh, to do some stuff. Friday now we have a party, which I thought was going to be a long as shit party. Um, in the evening, but now it's just like, hey, we just got to make the food and pre- drop it off. Cool. I mean, it's still going to be, you know, five six hours of work getting the stuff ready. But that's <laughs> a lot easier than done. Yeah. take the food and hang out. 
Yeah, absolutely. And like, and my uh, my boss is taking it because it's by by where he lives, and that's forty minutes away from me. Oh, so you just yeah to load the truck and then you're good to go. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> this works for me. I get to wear shorts at work this time because no one else is there. I'm like, we're in, bro. Like, because <laughs> it's about to be hot as shit around here. Like, yeah. let's Bob, Bob just heard the word shorts and was like, in. Don't care about the rest of the <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> Like it's supposed to be 83 tomorrow. This shit's ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it's supposed to be 83 tomorrow. It was 51 when I woke up. Yeah, like I, and that's why I can definitely hear it in my voice. I know because I was yelling yesterday. Um, Welcome also, to Cleveland. Oh, yeah, this is ridiculous. Like we were, we're trying to, uh, I was trying to think if I want to put the AC units in, but then last week. But then, you know, three or four days later, it fucking snowed. Yeah, so... yeah it legitimately snowed on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I took the cover on? off the AC last week, and then I was like, shit, do I have to put it back on? <laughs> yeah, I, I hope you did. <laughs> but knowing you, you probably didn't. <laughs> no, God, no. It can survive one day of a little yeah, it'll bit be of snow. Okay. It's, not, it's not like we got like a blizzard. Like, we got a little bit of yeah. flurries. It was just, we were at work, and there's a big window. And someone said, holy shit, it's snowing. And everyone just, like, had this groan, like, oh, my God, here we go again. Like, <laughs> yep, that, was, that was me at work, too, because we have, like, glass garage doors that go out to the patio. Mm-hmm. And we just, like, all noticed at the same time. It's like, you son of a bitch. It's crazy. It's, and it's also when, so, when one person yells it out. It's bad when, you know, like we said, two days before it was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And then somebody goes, oh, look, it's snowing. And you immediately, your instinct is to believe them and not, like, assume they're making a stupid joke. Right. It's like, yeah, no, that, that scan. That, Again, damn it. That that fits perfectly here where we get to have five seasons in four days. Yep. It's crazy. Silly stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, I... I'd like to get back into it. Definitely kind of playing more consistently, using my shit more, obviously. Um, I think it's too, it's one of those things where like, you know, we're approaching, like I turned 40 this year. I know you guys are a few years behind me, but like we're all getting older. So we're looking for different things out of our evenings too, you know? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So. Well, there is, there is one thing coming up that you will be able to use your card that. Because. It was since we last recorded, Buffalo Chicken Dip Legacy 2 Open was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be happening July 29th down at BrewDog in Columbus again. I, As of right now, I believe I can make it. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> um, it's going to be uh, top eight all dual lands. Ooh. Um, three bulks for first, a bulk for second. Third and fourth get an underground C. Fifth through eighth get a Badlands. And it's funny to me to see Volks as the top prize and underground C's as the second prize because for forever in Legacy, underground C was the expensive one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so seeing it finally flip, that's the first time I've seen them flipped in the last 11 years I've been playing Legacy. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> it's wild. Um, yeah, so that's going to be, um, like I said, July 29th, um, very similar setup to the last BCDL open, 
Um, $140 entry for the tournament, but it includes food. Um, the big change for this event, as opposed to the last one, it's no longer 21 and up, it's 18 and up. Um, cool. because it is it is still at a brewery at a bar yeah um but he was able to work with the people who run brewdog and we can do 18. so mm-hmm. i know there's um one of the younger kids who plays legacy around here um like he's turning 18 like i think like two weeks before the event nice so he so he's That's planning cool. on going signing up for that yeah um because well, i'm was, sure they could probably just do it, it by like you know i have a wristband or something for people who are mm-hmm. under or something like that something yeah, there's no like... law in the state that says that you have to be 21 to be in a bar or brewery it's just mm-hmm. that's probably Brewdog's policy yeah yeah for for the event hall like that yeah because it's still like a family restaurant yeah, yeah but the area that we were in because it was like a separate bar and everything they wanted to mm-hmm. originally have it 21. um well and We'll have a month of the Lord of the Rings cards out. True. So we'll be able to play with those. Hopefully nothing breaks anything. Hopefully. I thought you were trying to talk me into going. <laughs> well, it's fine because it's a month. So we'll have time to find out that they're broken and then hopefully figure out how to beat them. Yeah, that's fair. Usually with a stick. I mean, that helps. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be 128 player cap. Um, I don't know what the current, uh, like the current number people signed up is, but there's still plenty of spots open there now for what I know of. Um, the other big one that actually got announced approximately 12 hours ago at the end of September. Rob is running a Buffalo Chicken Dip Vintage Open. Um, that one is going to be Interesting. at the same place, $145 entry, same as the other one. First place walks away with a time vault. That's wild. Ooh. Um, and it's going to be, I believe, 20, uh, 20 proxy limit. So proxy power and land. Pretty much. And then see what else you can make. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the thing that um I actually just just saw opening up the uh the event sheet. For the vintage open, they're going to be doing open trials. So there's going to be four different open trials uh one happening in oklahoma city one happening in cleveland one happening in new york one happening in michigan and they're trying to keep them vintage events i guess but organizers can run whatever they want to do mm-hmm. but let me go through this real quick Um, so yeah, it's so it's going to depend on the on the store, but basically these stores are going to pay for entries into the Vintage Open, mm-hmm. and that's the prize for the event. Hmm. So, like, there's been 
like stores in the past that have done like I know like our one LGS when uh, Grand Prix Cleveland was going to be doing sealed for Cons of Tarkir. Um, he was running sealed events where there were still all these booster packs and stuff as prizes, but then first prize would still also get entry to the Grand Prix on behalf of the store. Mm-hmm. So it's they're trying to run the same thing. Um, but yeah, it's there's going to be like five spots for the Oklahoma City one across a couple of different events. Um, so it's, I, I really like this idea because there's also a lot of, there's a lot of people who would like to go and play a vintage event, but they don't want to pony up $145. Mm-hmm. So it's very similar to like why Rob has always done proxies because it opens it up to more people. Mm-hmm. So you get the people who want to play a new deck or want to try a new format. It's a much more accessible way to play it. But then having the trials, it's like, okay, cool. Do your $10 entry event or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like it opens it up to, oh yeah, I'll proxy up a vintage deck and try it for $10. Oh, this format's actually yeah. really cool. I won the event. Sweet. I get to go to this thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited to see like what happens with those. And I hope that that's something that continues forward when it starts to do like legacy opens down the road. Yeah. No, I, I think that's really cool. <clears throat> did you, uh, I'm sorry. Did you say how much the, the events, the smaller ones are? Or do they, those are all um, not set up yet. So those are all um, dependent on the tournament organizer. On the one running it? Okay. Okay. So the Oklahoma City, they're calling it the land run. Um, it is a $75 entry up until the end of May, $80 after that, $100 day up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a. 128 person cap. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing, yeah, like first place is a Mishra's workshop. So, like, it's a legitimate vintage tournament that also feeds into. Yeah. So, its first place is workshop and this entry. Okay. That's cool. <clears throat> Cause I was, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, if there wasn't other prizes, I that could deter some people. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think something like that, I think is that's awesome. Yeah. You know, to and it's trying to help grow it and grow the um like grow, like, grow the, the organizer game. and stuff, which is yeah. cool too. Yeah, I mean that's sweet. I'm down with that. That's cool. I don't know if I'll personally be going, but I'll support it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% it. going to try to go to this because I yeah. already have my vintage proxies sitting in a box about three feet from me right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to get with you and figure out how to get those again. I can't remember. You 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 like sent it to me in a text, and I was like, "Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a thing, sure." Because <laughs> I know Joe wants them too. 
I mean, Lord knows he probably already got them, but mm-hmm. I'd be down. Maybe. <sighs> yeah, we'll we'll see what uh what all happens with those. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, that because the the vintage open is what September thirtieth. Yeah. I probably can't do that one now that I think about it. I can still have shit. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just money. I'll make more. Exactly. Yeah. I only, got, money is only as good as what you spend it on. Listen. Yeah. And I got third place in my works bracket for March Madness. And then. Because sports gambling is here in Ohio now, I forgot that I bet a $25 on a four-leg parlay on one of my apps that they gave me for free, by the way, and it hit. So in a matter of like, and then I said Jose Ramirez was going to get a single, and that did it. So in a matter of like four minutes, I was plus 340 bucks. Seems fine. It was a great day. Yeah. It was a great day. Man, I would love that hourly rate of work. What's up? I said, I would love to have that hourly rate at work. It's like, oh, oh yeah, four minutes, yeah. I made $340. This shit's insane. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus. I'd work for a week and then retire. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd well, be insane. <laughs> Well, you got me thinking about it. So before I actually start looking through my DraftKings stuff, there you go. Um, I'm probably about time to wrap all this up. Sounds good to me. Um, so from all of us here at the Pregame Effect Podcast, Pregame Effect Podcast. Ooh. Man, you know it's been a while when you can't say the name of your own goddamn podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> So from all of us here at insert name here, we'll hope to see you soon. Y'all have a good rest of the night. Bye, everybody. See you.